Welcome to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Sanagato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. Today, we will be entering the world of My Little Pony. That's what that is, right? The brony thing? Yeah. Okay. Because before we started the, the episode, you know, I'm like, today, you know, who are we talking to? He's like, bronies. And I knew it was kind of like a pony thing, but I didn't know, like, I don't know the ins and outs. Like, I don't know how it's different than uh, furries. Oh, you think bronies, like, dress up in costume? They don't? Or they... Well, actually, not to the extent of a furry, maybe. Uh, That's what I thought it was. Like, I I thought it was just strictly pony. You know Uh, what I mean? Like a furry, but just pony. So you think it's just a bunch of grown people walking around in pony costumes? Yeah. Like, one in the front, one in the back. Or maybe they're fans of, of, of like, the action figures? Like, I don't know. You really don't know. I really have no idea. I'm not even kidding. Like, I know you, sometimes you come in blind to these things, but you, like, at least get the concept. Yeah, I, no, I have no idea what a brony is. I I really thought it was people who just, like, dressing up as my little ponies. I mean, I'm I'm sure that's part of it. No, yeah, I mean. From my understanding. Yeah. The idea of brony well, first we have to talk about My Little Pony. I was never a big fan. What, you watched it? I didn't even know it was a show until you said that. Whoa. I thought it was so just it, toys. It, okay, so My Little Pony was first developed as a toy line right. for young girls. I know that. I know by that. like Hasbro or something. And it launched into a TV show in 2010. That's probably why I don't know. And it was like, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. So it was based on these toys, which are like colorful. Yeah, know, like sparkly little, little ponies. Magical ponies, I think. And the show is basically about those characters come to life. They're like, I think, princess ponies, and they live in Ponyville. Oh, right, right, right. They're magic, and friendship is... right you know key it's just combining the two things that all little girls loved and that's being a princess and riding a pony oh yeah princess ponies dude but it turns out the reason that we're even having this conversation is when the show launched it drew a cult following not just from the young children that it was marketed to but also adults specifically grown men where the word bronies oh, comes yeah, I'm a, from. I'm a brony. Oh, okay, yeah. I get it now. Uh, but like so much so that like this is a cultural phenomenon at this point. Was, it like, a, was it like as a, a joke at first or is it like, yo, I fucking love ponies? Well, I that's that's what I'm curious to find out from my understanding because this, this has been covered. There's some documentaries out there. Unless it's like the greatest joke in the world, no. Like these are grown men who... love the show (laughs) and they're not afraid to say they love the show they have conventions that bring thousands and thousands of people i was watching a clip where i did not see this coming yeah yeah. i was watching a clip where one of the voice actors for one of the ponies princess something went to this convention and she's sitting on a panel and into the microphone she does does the voice and a room of like 30 year old Plus men just erupt cheering. Some of them have like pony ears, rainbow hair, and they they just go crazy for it. And it's just this huge community. That's very strange. Yeah. That definitely started online. I think it is like a 4chan, Reddit type of, right, right, you know, right. which which makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And this community just started, I guess, shortly after the show was released. And it's just picked up steam and apparently there are a lot of bronies out there and and a brony isn't just a male there are a lot of men but it's it's i think also kind of inclusive of just like any adult who you know is is a fan of the show and just you know participates in dude i had no idea that this was the case yeah. now i'm like super like yeah, because before Into, you're like, uh, I, this didn't is, we talk to furries already? I yeah, because like, I, I thought it was kind of the same thing. <laughs> I mean, that just goes to show how little I know, which is good because now I have legitimate questions. That, yeah. Because usually when we do these episodes, I have some questions that I'm only asking because I know this will get a good answer mm-hmm. out of. We have to explain to people who have no idea. I actually have no fucking <laughs> idea now. So I, I actually tried, like, right before I came here, I put on an episode that I found on YouTube. Is it good? Ah, Do you see the appeal n- to kids? My, to kids, sure. Right. But my my answer is no. I mean, 
it's I couldn't get into it, but I'm also coming from this state of mind where I know what a brony is, and I know yeah, that yeah. like I'm not supposed to like this as an adult. Right. Yeah, okay. but it, like it didn't like hold my interest. Like I need to finish this episode. I just started skipping through it. It's very what you would think, just kind of cheerful and. You know, I maybe there are some funny parts now that I think. Like, it's definitely staying with me. Right. <laughs> like, I have the voices <laughs> like, in my head. Maybe there's some funny parts. <laughs> I can't get the voices of these ponies. I can't out of wait my head. to come in next time you get ears <laughs> on and shit. Um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. All it's, right, it's cool. So I mean, let's give them a call because I I have a ton of questions at this point. Let's do it. Hello. Hello. This is Greg and Joe. Hi, how are you? We're good. Uh, we were just talking about, because I am completely in the dark right now about the whole bronies situation. So can you just tell me in your own words what it means to be a brony? Sure. Um, being, it's pretty simple. Uh, there's a show on TV called My Little Pony's Friendship is Magic. It is a new incarnation of the old school My Little Pony from, like, the 80s. Um, it was created by Lauren Faust, and it, it came out in about 2010. And being a brony basically means that you're an adult, and you are a fan of the show and the world and every aspect of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Okay. Uh, but ha I mean, I'm a fan of shows too, but how is it like different than just like a regular sort of fandom for something? Sure. Um, and it is, you know, essentially a fandom, but there are, you know, how Harry Potter has, you know, Potterheads that are super into Harry Potter and they cosplay Harry Potter and they go to conventions and they're super immersed in and almost have their own culture of, you know, being a Potterhead or um, Whovians, the fans of Doctor Who have a really similar thing where they cosplay and are just really immersed in um, the world of Doctor Who. It's kind of like that where you're really kind of immersed in your fandom and you just are really, you're more than just a fan. You do more than just watch the show. You um, follow other aspects of the show like the creator the you know there are convention whole conventions devoted just to my little pony they're called usually they're called pony con or something like that um and they have these cons all over the world um personally we watch the show um we collect memorabilia from the show um we i don't i don't know we just it's kind of more like a part of our life than just a show that we watch. So to be clear too, for everyone listening, so you're, you're there with your husband right now as well, right? Yeah, correct. Ah, what's going on? What's up, dude? I think this is our first, <laughs> this is our first call with two people. I don't know. Right. On, Possibly. on the line. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, when did you guys start watching the show? Like how old were you? Um, I, I, it started with me. Um, it only, it was only about four years ago. So I was 25-ish. I guess that would have put me at about 26 or 27 in that time, in that age group. Yeah. So you guys started watching the show this late. Okay, I mean, because I would argue, I mean, from what I know from the show, I don't know too much about it, but it's like geared towards children, I would assume. So what was Initially, the- yeah, yeah, definitely the target audience when it first came out was definitely kids probably aged from anywhere from like I don't know, six up to 12, somewhere yeah. in that range, you know, and typically little girls. Right. Probably, it's, you know, the most of the main characters are female. Um, and it is like, you know, very brightly colored, lots of pink, lots of purple, stereotypical girly things. Um, the interesting thing about bronies, though, is that the majority of them are male. So that's a little bit strange to some people, and there are a lot of misconceptions about, you know, the fandom and the people that enjoy the show, and that's kind of why I was interested in talking to you guys, because um, I've listened to your podcast, and I've 
come to realize that it's a very open place to talk about things. Um, it's very non-judgmental, and it's definitely about educating people about, you know, what you're into. And I just thought it would be a really cool place to kind of get it out there and talk about some of the misconceptions and things like that that people have. Oh, 100%. And I appreciate you saying that. So, I mean, one of of the things, because like I said, I came into this blind. I had no idea what it was really. I thought it was just kind of like how furries dress up as certain animals and stustuff like that. I thought that was the case, um, Mm -hmm. which I mean, you know, sometimes that has happened from what I know with the, with the brony community, but uh, specifically for your, I'm sorry, is this your husband? Yes. Yes. Dylan is my husband. Okay. How are you doing, sir? So for you specifically, like as a 26-year-old man, like a show that's geared towards younger females, how is this something that you just kind of get into? Like how'd you hear about it and like what made you stick around? Well, well I guess we were, we're Netflix watchers. Like, you know, every, I think a lot of this generation, a lot of you know, everybody in the world right now are the, the Netflix bingers. And, uh, you know, we were having like a, a night where we were just like going through Netflix and we just couldn't find anything to watch. You know, there's, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of things on there. And you're just like, you know, what are we going to watch? We ran across this documentary on there that was, uh, it was called Bronies, the extremely unexpected adult fans of my little pony. And we had heard the term Brony thrown around in the past, probably like, kind of like you have. And we were like, it was it was almost like we thought we were going to watch like a train wreck, I guess, and going to watch this documentary, or at least to me. And uh, we watched it, and it was just really cool. And it was like, you know, I hate to say everyday nerds, but, you know, people that were excited about this show, and, uh, you know, they, it just brought so much joy to their lives. So after we watched this documentary, we were like, we were both kind of together like, well, let's watch an episode and see what it's like. And it started more with, uh, with Rachel, um, and her watching it. And I was just kind of like, I'm not going to get into this. This isn't going to be for me. I'm not going to be one of those guys. And then just as she was watching it, I would catch bits and pieces of it here, you know, walking through the living room or, and I found myself just watching it more and more and just kind of like, finding interest in the characters and and being like okay this isn't too bad and then after a while then it's you're just kind of sucked in and you want to know what happens um or at least that's how it happened for me so that's that's kind of amazing because most people watch those type of documentaries because it is a spectacle or they're kind of peering into this world that they would you know never be a part of but you guys watch that and then actually went and watched the show because exactly. of, because you found an interest Dude, from like, the documentary. Dude, like I want to watch it now because I'm like, all right, this show must be fucking good. Like, <laughs> well, but but that's a, that's the thing. I highly like, recommend it. Honestly, I really do because I think I may have even watched the documentary without him being home one time, and I was like, I think he. We're big documentary watchers anyway. Like we like to watch stuff like that. We're just weird nerds like that, and. So I had him watch it, and I was like, you know what? What's it going to kill me to watch an episode or two of a cartoon? I love cartoons anyway. It's going to be 30 minutes of my life. I'm not going to get back if it sucked. You know, it's not a big deal. So I just watched it, and the first episode of each season is actually like a two-part episode, so it leaves you in a little cliffhanger. So I was like, well, I'm just going to watch the next one to see. And then before I knew it, I was like two seasons in, (laughs) and I was obsessed, like – and we're not, there are a lot of, like I said before, um, misconceptions about bronies. Like, there are a lot of people that have this picture in their head of when you say what a brony is, like, if you explained it to them, what they would picture. And I don't really think that we fit that mold, and I don't really think that now that I'm into it, and he kind of agrees with me that I don't really think there is a mold. Right. I think it just there's a lot of different people that are in this fandom, and we all just come together over the show, and it's really great. But, and, you know, that was the thing is we watched the two documentaries now, that original one, and there was another one that came out not too long ago that was on there that was a, a brony tale, and it, it follows, like, uh, one of the girls that does the voices of a couple of the ponies on the show and kind of like her introduction to being, um, you know, at a pony convention with all the bronies. And yeah, stuff. I watched the trailer for that, actually. Um, 
and it was <laughs> it was good too but um there's a one of the guys they follow on or they like talk to on the show is known as like the world's manliest baroni um and he's like you know a big biker looking dude you know with a big like handlebar mustache and <laughs> right. you know, black Harley davidson shirt tattoos yeah. like he's not what you would picture right. at all but that's <laughs> common i've 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 seen right. a lot of that depicted where it's like this is a brony and it is the biker or it's the bodybuilder or you know it's it's almost yeah. like this hyper masculine guy that has right. a my little pony t-shirt on is it I is mean, it is never it... picture sorry you'd never picture like dylan if you knew him or looked at him you would never picture him as being a brony if you had that idea in your mind he has a big full beard he's a bald big tall built dude like he does not look like the, I think that a lot of people have the picture in their head of, like, this acne-faced 40-year-old dude that lives in his mom's basement, you know? <laughs> and there may be that in some cases, I'm not going to lie. But I think more often you find... Normal guys. Quote-unquote normal people. Like, everyday average people that, you know, are from all walks of life. Gay, straight, you know, married couples, single dudes, just everyone that you would find in the fandom that we've discovered as we've gotten yeah. into it and we're not at all saying there's not weird people in the fandom <laughs> or people that push the fandom um yeah to extremes into into places that you know are the darkest corners of the internet that nobody should ever go because <laughs> uh, there is that uh that's like probably you know becoming a brony and like you know everything in, in the world today is about memes yeah. and when you start looking for pony memes there, I mean, you get to that dark corner of the internet real quick, and you can't turn around fast enough. But, but that's just there. I, so there is a there is a, an area out there that is that. But like you know, Rachel said that uh, you know not or not everybody is that way, and the majority aren't. Is there any sort of like irony that plays into this? Like, did it start off as kind of like a joke, or like some masculine guys like? Yeah, I mean, it's an all right show, but I'll call myself a brony because it's kind of funny that, you know, I would be into it. So, like, is there any sort of that, or is it just, like, a legitimate love for these ponies? I, it's partially that, and actually that's one of the misconceptions they talk about in the in the documentaries, both of them, is that brony, you would think that if you break it down, it's like bro ponies, but it's not. Um, it actually started as a bunch of adult fans on the B-boards of Reddit. And so that's where the brony came from was the B boards and Reddit instead of bro. And yeah, it fits, but that's where it, it started. Right. And there are two, like, there are two names. I consider myself a brony, even though I'm female. Like, there are the two types. There are people that call everyone that's a fan a brony, female or male, because it didn't start out as, you know, an extension of bro, like male. But there are also women that call themselves Pegasisters, like as in Pegasus ah, sister. Okay. So um, you might hear that phrase thrown around too. I just consider myself a brownie because that's the name I first heard and got used to um, in that first documentary I watched. But yeah, it, it's a pretty wide-ranged fandom that we belong to. Yeah. It's really kind of cool to see. So we've... You guys have kind of touched on this. I mean, I, I think one of the biggest points around this is the idea of, you know, gender and gender assumptions. And I mean, for you specifically, uh, Dylan, and you, you got, do you guys mind if we use your names on this? Yeah. Cool. I mean, there, I think there are probably some out there, but I'm not what you would consider a closeted brownie. Um, and Dylan really isn't either. Like, he wears a pack on his everyday backpack that's pony-themed. Okay. My desk at work is, like, completely decorated in ponies. <laughs> so, And we have big kid adult jobs. Like, we're not, right. you know. Right. It's, yeah. So we're fine <laughs> with, you know, people knowing who we are. Yeah. So uh, my question is, um, you know, just, just being a man that, that is a brony. And obviously, you know, we're not the first people talking to bronies here. We're not discovering this. It's it's pretty much considered a cultural phenomenon at this point. Uh, but, you know, why why have so many men been attracted to this, in your opinion? And, like, based on surveys I looked at, majority are straight men, where I would imagine most men 
who are into this would kind of get mocked and called feminine, childish, or maybe even gay. But, you know, in this community, what is it that draws men to it? Is it the idea that, you know, you, you found a place where you can be sensitive and can find, you know, find a place where you can show emotion and not have to stick to this kind of stereotype of being masculine, or is it something completely different? Um, I've never really found myself in that, like, stereotypical that I have to be masculine role. So, like, I don't know that I'm the best person to answer that question, but um, I could see where that, exactly the way you, you said it right there is that, you know, men today are very forced into, you know, these are boy toys and these are girl toys, and when you grow up, you, you do this, and, um, you know, my Little Ponies can be an outlet for that, but I think that more than anything, once you've watched an episode of it, you start to see that, you know, a lot of it is just about friendship and having good friends, and, you know, who doesn't want to have, you know, the kind of friends that would give up everything for them, um, you know, when I watch it, I don't necessarily, yeah, they're, you know, the majority of the characters are, are girls. Um, and, you know, and I think every brony will say they have their favorite pony. Um, but my favorite characters, I don't want to say that they're not ponies, but like Discord is probably my favorite character. And he's kind of the, the master of mischief and of chaos. And, um, and he's not even a pony. Um, but, uh, you know, it, like you said, it is kind of weird, and you know, I found myself in in places, and you feel kind of weird, like in the in the Target or in the Walmart or wherever, and you go down the toy aisle, and you're walking down like the aisle with the Barbies and all that stuff to go look at ponies, <laughs> um, and you do feel like you're getting the, the side eye from you know the the moms in there with their daughters, and it's like. Uh, yeah, I'm just here to look at ponies, and I think a lot of times they don't even think about it because they just think you're there for your daughter or your niece or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I have bought stuff where I bought a figure. I can't remember where it was at, but the girl was like, oh, your daughter's going to love this. And I was like, no, no, it's for me. <laughs> um, and uh, she was like, oh, really? And then she was like, uh, one of my friends is a brony, and, y you know, she was like, that's so cool. And, you know, it was <laughs> It was okay then, but at first she was like, you know, just assumed. So, like, I kind of yeah. understand how, you know, I consider myself, like, I mean, I think most people would consider me like a super masculine, like, bro-y type of person. But even I will, like, like, I'll crush Grey's Anatomy and, like, Boy Meets World or whatever. Like, these shows that aren't necessarily my demographic or whatever. But right. I wouldn't like identify with some group or go out and buy the figurines or anything like that. Like what, like is, what is the attraction to that much of being like that being that much of a fanatic of the show? Because there's shows that, that people watch all the time. It's like, Oh, this isn't necessarily my demographic, but I'll watch it. Like my sister watches say yes to the dress sometimes when I'm at my mom's house and I'll just find myself invested in this. Like, is this bitch going to take this dress or not? Right. Like, what's going on? I need to find out. So, but I, I you know, wh where is the difference there that makes it so, like, such an attraction for all these guys? Because, I, I mean, at this point, you can't really deny the fact that, you know, a bunch of straight guys are just kind of like, no, nah, dude, I fucking love these ponies. And just like, what is it? <laughs> like, what? Because it's one thing to just like the show and be like, all right, like, I get it how you, you can get invested in any kind of show. I'll watch anything, honestly. And, uh, but the difference being, you know, what makes you be like, nah, I am identifying with this group and I'm going to go out and buy figurines and I'm going to dress a certain way sometimes or whatever. Like, what's the difference there? Well, I, I'm going to throw my two cents in, even though I'm not a dude, but, um, I think that part of it is a huge part of it is the writing is just really good. And it, it does touch on themes that are very relatable to, anyone kids adults really anyone it's all things that people have gone through in their life where their friendship has been tested their loyalty has been tested they've had fears and have had friends help them get through it and i mean the whole thing it's part of the title friendship is magic it's a big part of the um the world that they live in and kind of the premise of the show i mean it would be a lot to explain but there are elements 
that they call elements of harmony. So these are six elements that make up friendship and that kind of bring balance to the world. And those elements are um, honesty, kindness, generosity, loyalty, laughter, and magic. And so each one of these, we call them the main six, M-A-N-E, six. It's a, there are a lot of play on words in this too, but um, each of the main six ponies represent an element of harmony. So that's one part of their personality and their person that they bring to the table in friendship. And I think that um, the aspect of having loyal, close friends just appeals to a lot of people, especially because I feel like personally for me, um, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. I was bullied a lot. I moved some, you know, quite a bit as a kid and I didn't really have close friends and it just means the world that these friends can come together and um, just, they kind of save the world basically in, in many episodes and through really simple things like being generous or being kind or bringing laughter to someone who needs it. And it's all things that anyone could do at any time and feel like they make a big difference. And I think that's one thing that a lot of bronies relate to, if that makes sense, that maybe they don't, they're missing that in their lives. Maybe they aspire to have that and give that to people, but it's something that's a big deal in the brony community when we come together is that we show these um, characteristics and these elements of harmony to the world around us as people. And I don't know, that's what it kind of brings for me. Yeah. And that's like she said, you know, that, you know, the, the, the Baroni community as a whole is probably one of the least judgmental um, groups of people. You know, they're very accepting of, of just about everybody. Um, and they're, they, they take these elements or these, you know, traits and extend them. Um, I mean, Tara Strong is one of the, the voices, um, and she's known from like, for like, she's probably the voice of most of our childhoods. Um, she was like Timmy Turner in uh, Fairly Odd Parents. She's been Harley Quinn in, in several Batman things. Um, bubbles. Uh, bubbles in the Power Girls. Girls. Oh, um, bubbles. But the best. <laughs> she will say, <laughs> she said on multiple occasions that, you know, anytime she's doing any fundraiser stuff for charity, it's like, Bronies come through before anybody else, mm. um, and you know, whenever it's broken down, um, and part of that is, you know, that they aspire to live. People aspire to live their lives this way, um, but you know, back to what you were saying was like what you know attracts people to it. To me, you know, I I don't want to say that I'm just prone to that, but you know, one of my other things is like I collect old video games. So, like, I have my office, and I'm into, you know, old video game consoles. Um, you know, there's people that are into movie posters um, or, uh, you know, Star Wars or whatever. Um, and so I kind of have a hodgepodge of stuff down there, and Ponies happens to be a part of my, you know, pop culture stuff um, that I'm into. And so I don't have, um, a, you know, a, a shrine devoted to Ponies or anything. Um, but you know, there's some people that that's their main thing. Um, you know, there's 50 year old guys that are into hot wheels and that's all they have is hot wheels or, uh, so I think it's just something that was relatable to me and I liked it. Um, you know, who doesn't, like I said before, who doesn't like friendship and aspire to have you know great friendships. Yeah. I think the stipulation that everyone kind of like has with that is that they would argue like, yeah, I like hot wheels because I liked them when I was a kid. But I didn't, like, get yeah. into Hot Wheels when I was, like, you know, 30 years old or something like that. So that's the part that people are kind of, like, confused about. But I guess I, like, at the end of the day, I'm not, like, a collector of anything, really. But I can see how someone who collects comic books or this and that, I can see how they would get into this and then be like, oh, I want all these things. Like, I want the this and that or whatever, especially if there's, like, a cult fo following behind it. Right. There right. is, and it is it is really super readily available, too. Let's be honest. That's part of it. Like, you like the show a lot, and then you go to the store, and you see an entire aisle that's full of the thing you love. I mean, it's right. It's just really readily available. Mm -hmm. and, and it's fun. <laughs> and, 
Rachel and I are different in the kind of pony stuff that we buy too, where she buys and I buy for her because you know she likes more of the the toy line stuff. Um, that's like you know what you would find in the the you know toy aisle at you know Toys R Us or wherever. And me, I'm more into like the the figures and vinyls, like uh, Funko Pops and that kind of thing. Um, so I'm more of like the collector type stuff, and I like. My stuff stays in the boxes and stays on the, sh- you know, goes on a shelf. And her stuff is comes out of the box and gets displayed in, you know, like little dioramas or scenes or whatever. Because right. I'm twelve. Let's be um, <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you think that having this in common has helped your marriage at all? Well, I think it. I mean, it. Sure. Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> No, no, no. Anytime you have anything that's really, you know, you're really into together, it's great. We have a lot of different interests, too. And we've only been into this for like four years, and we've been married for almost 10. So it didn't, like, it's not something that we, like, bonded over when we were dating. And we have bonded over it for sure in the last, like, four years. But, um, and we were into other nerdy stuff. We still are. Like, we do love comic books, and he loves his video game stuff, and I've always been a really big reader. Um, but I don't think it's I – mean, yeah, I guess we have bonded over it. Yeah. But it's not something that we have had for our entire marriage. It's only been, like, four out of ten years. Right. Have you ever faced any backlash from anyone, either friends, family, strangers that maybe – you know, saw a pony patch on your backpack or anything like that? No, I have, you know, I work with one guy that is just like, he can't wrap his head around it, you know, and he, it's no backlash or anything. He doesn't really treat me any different, but you know, he's, he's really into aliens. You know, he's, he's about 10 years older than me. And that was the big thing when he was growing up and that he has just kept his whole life as aliens. And that's just the way I explained it to him. And he's still just like, I still don't get it. I'm like, dude, you're really into aliens. And you'll go spend, you know, $300 on an alien, you know, statue to sit in your bedroom and go to every, you know, aliens movie. And I'm into ponies, you know. <laughs> Everyone's um, got their thing. Right. Right. And I don't, I think I get less, you know, side eye glances because I am a female. And people think, okay, yeah, it's kind of girly. So she's going to like it, whatever. It's fine. But when they see this big burly guy that likes it, you know, it's a big difference. He gets probably more side-eye glances than I do. But one thing I've had through being a fan of the show has been a lack of fucks to give anymore about it. Like I've become, I think a lot more confident because of it, because you do kind of get a little bit of not, I haven't ever been like bullied for it because, you know, we're adults, but I have been, you know, scoffed at quite a bit, and people are like, what is wrong with you? Why do you like that? And um, really, it's just helped me kind of come out of my shell and be like, it's something that I can kind of almost be proud of and, like, show people that I'm interested in and, you know, talk about it like I am with you guys. And it's kind of helped me come out of my shell in a way a little bit. And I can say that I I can remember I started a – a part-time job before Christmas at an entertainment store um, in our area that like specializes in like uh, music, movies, video games, that kind of thing. Um, so it's very pop culture friendly. And that was one of the things when I was interviewing, I told the boss, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of a brony. And it was probably about a month later. Um, we were talking about stuff and I said, I said something about, you know, being a brony and he kind of gave me a look and, you know, kind of like, you know, looked like he's about to start sweating a little bit. And I, you know, kind of explained it to him. And I said, you know, one of the, one of the mixed misconceptions is kind of like, you know, what you said that the the, the dirty pony stuff, and uh, I said that's I'm not into that. And he was like, oh, okay, and he just let out like a big sigh of relief, like because <laughs> I thought bronies were just into watching, you know, animated ponies do it or something. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> that's one thing I think even before I started with it, I was like, I had those same misconceptions. I was like, this is just a bunch of weird middle-aged guys in their mom's basement and they're all just like into this weird pony porn and stuff and like those are the only people that really like it and they're a bunch of pedophiles and i had all the same misconceptions i think that a lot of people do and there's conventions for this too right have you guys ever been to been to one 
No, um, we there haven't hasn't been one near us, near enough for us to be able to go to one. Um, we've been to Comic Cons, and there are usually booths dedicated to and lots of bronies that attend the regular just Comic Cons around. Um, we see lots of cosplay there right. for everything, but especially and for ponies. I will say, though, from from what I've looked up, this you know the, the idea of the community that's behind this it seems really positive and there were a ton of stories online about like you guys had said just fundraising and bronies just kind of being the you know first to action and uh i read one in particular that stuck with me i think it was an 11 year old boy this this was years back um but he had actually attempted suicide after being bullied for being a brony he ended up surviving uh, being hospitalized and then the bronies you know online kind of started this uh, online fundraiser and there were like over 3,000 donors and they raised you know all this money and um, there's just a ton of cases like that where it just seemed like uh, you know it's just all based around this you know positivity and helping out you know other bronies in need right yeah it's a big part of it like that's again going back to those elements of harmony that it's just throughout the show of being honest, being kind, being generous, being loyal, providing laughter to people who are in bad situations. And then all of that is just the magic of friendship and the magic of what all those things together can do for not just you, not just your friends, but the world. It's just really, I just think it's so relatable to so many people. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's super powerful. And if, if anyone heard that, without context, I don't think anyone could disagree with that, you know, and then you kind of put this layer of, you know, my little pony on it and people start thinking, you know, maybe it's strange or maybe adults shouldn't be, you know, into it, but that, you know, everything you just said is, you know, you, you can't really deny that. Right. And I think it is another thing that we love personally, I can't say this for everyone, obviously I can't speak for others, but one of the things we love about it is that it is teaching not just adults, but it's teaching kids that these are the things that you should do. This is the way you should treat people. And there are so many examples in the show and all this. I mean, there are eight seasons right now mm -hmm. on Netflix and they're working, their ninth season is running on TV right now. Um, so many times when it shows people being a bad friend and how you turn that around or, you know, times that a person is flawed, but you don't turn your back on them because they're flawed. You help them and show them, you know, the right way to go. And you always are there to help someone else or your friends are there to help you and being supportive. And just the themes in the show are so important for kids to know and then are so relatable for adults who maybe didn't have that personally myself didn't have that growing up as you know in friends or whatever to just see that and to be able to have that now as a community of bronies and to know that these people if you need them they have your back and it it's just a big that's i think that's a big reason why the community has grown so much and why it is such a community is because we have each other's backs and that's so important I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just, you know, like, <laughs> I believe you. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's, it seems like very positive and, you know, although some people might not get it, I mean, you can't argue with the fact that, I mean, hey, it makes you happy. Just keep doing that shit, you know? Exactly. Right. I mean, I wish, I just wish everyone could be that and not, but they're going to be closed-minded people and we encounter them who are just like, like his guy that he works with, they're just not going to get it because they don't want to. And I think it's kind of sad that this community that is so much about being kind and, and having each other's backs and everything and putting that out into the world is so looked down on and so ridiculed by the outside world that without even knowing anything about it because they don't have a clue and they don't want to know because they, their mind goes to this dark place. And if they would just kind of get to know that person and get to know the community and what the core values are, I think that it would just be such a different experience 
for everyone that, you know, that I just wish the misconceptions could be addressed in so many more people. Yeah. Well, I mean, yep. I, I, we appreciate you coming on and like kind of explaining everything. Uh, I think I have like a better grasp of, you know, what it is and, and where it's coming from. I, I feel like oddly happy right now too. I was gonna <laughs> say it, it doesn't sound like there's any bronies that are like dicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I guess I mean, every community has its, <laughs> you know, has its bad apples, but it's no. like a code of ethics I almost. Think <laughs> yeah, right. The vast majority, right. yeah, the vast majority are just normal people, like yeah, people like us that have normal right. jobs and go to work every day and have normal families and just are regular people. We just have this interest that's different. And is not, you know, anything negative. It's not hurting anyone at all. And we're just, we're just kind of weird. But we like, we let our freak flag fly, <laughs> and we just yeah, there you go, uh, fuck we, it. We like to have fun. Exactly. Let it, let it fucking fly. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, again, we want to thank you guys for coming on and and uh, talking about this. Really appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, thanks for having us. Problem. No problem, man. Thank you. Thanks. Have a good night. Yep. Thanks. Uh, you guys Before we get to our final thoughts, we have two sponsors today. The first one is Dollar Shave Club. If you don't know what Dollar Shave Club is, it's a cheaper alternative to razors, which are ridiculously expensive. For, for no reason. No like, reason. Yeah. I mean, we have beards and razors. Yeah, the, the cost adds up. Uh, but with Dollar Shave Club, uh, you can get razors for just $5 if you join. And Dollar Shave Club is more than just razors. They have razors, shave butter, shampoo, body wash, toothpaste. So they have everything now. Everything. They've been around for a while. They're crushing it. Uh, but you can kind of get your full bathroom routine from them now. Uh, high quality shave with their executive razor, which I've used it once and it's sick. Executive it's razor sounds it's super the name important. Too. The yeah. name is like, I'm going to use my executive razor to shave right now. <laughs> um, the shave butter. And uh, and the best part is Dollar Shave Club delivers everything to you. So no more going into a store, waiting online. Uh, they will just ship the razor, shampoo, anything else you order right to your door. So clean up your bathroom and morning routine by joining Dollar Shave Club today for just five bucks. And you get free shipping on top of that as well. And with that, you'll get the six blade executive razor and trial sizes of their shave butter, the body cleanser, and one wipe Charlie's, which... What is a one wipe Charlie? Think about it. It's a wipe. I'll take it. Yeah. Five bucks? Yeah, I'll take five it. bucks for a wipe, a nice wet wipe. Uh, and then after that, they'll keep your blades coming for just a few bucks every single month. So no going to the store, no running out of razors. And you could get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash OPL. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash OPL. Guys, we also have Hims uh, here, which is a new wellness brand for men. Uh, you know, well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. The fact is 66% of men start losing their hair by age 35. Nobody wants that. Uh, so they can help you keep your hair. No waiting room, no awkward doctor vic- uh, visits. Save hours by going to 4 You just answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review and prescribe you and your products are shipped directly to your door. So everything shipped right to your door. I know. This we is don't even like, need to go outside anymore. It's just like making everyone just like, yo, stay you home. You can keep your hair and shave it keep and your, boom. There you go. There you go. And shave it. <laughs> um, you can order now. Uh, you get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today right now while surprise, uh, supplies last. See website for full details. Uh, this would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. You can go to 4 slash OPHill. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash O-P-L uh, dot com again dot com slash O-P-L and yeah hashtag brony up you know what I feel like what I know you're freaking out over there because you still don't really like what well I mean I'm freaking I'm not freaking out <laughs> but like what I'm saying is like when, I, when you when you tried it like I don't know if I got an answer for the one question I wanted 
I don't think we can though, and that's the thing. Like yeah, I, I no found cl- more closure in like every other episode, but that's not a bad thing because, like, we just don't like you don't get it unless you get it. Right. So here's here's the question that I was asking. So, you know, I understand being a fan of, as an adult right now. Like, if I was flipping through the channels and fucking Hey Arnold came on, I'm like, oh, dude. Well, that's just nostalgia. Well, right. There's that. That's what I'm saying. Like, a cartoon that is clearly geared towards children, you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Because it's like, it brings you back. But as a grown man, to start watching a show about magical ponies, or as an adult even, you know what I mean? Just about magical ponies as a, a, you know, a 30-year-old man, it's like, where what is that part? That, that's the hardest part to understand right because people collect comic books i get that that oh, is nostalgia. well you made a great point you it, it is nostalgia you've you've discovered these things as a child and they've kind of followed you into adulthood of course but and who doesn't love like you know everyone loves throwback thursday and fucking you know all these things that they uh-huh. remind them of their childhood and whatever you know what i mean but something like to start it now like all of my interests starting today moving forward I would I would assume that all of them aren't going to be like geared towards children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And something like this that is so obvious, it's just kind of like, it, yeah. What, what is the, it, that? that that's the hardest part to understand. Like again, like what is that? I, I'm watching but, the show. I'm 100% watching the show. Have I, to. I need to. I, I, I'll give it another chance. I really like skim through it before. No, and I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna maybe watch the wrong at least three episodes. What are they? A half hour? I don't know. I'm, well, I'm going to watch at least three episodes. Like Ten minutes. I'm going to give it like a serious chance because I just want to know. But at the same time, it's not going to matter because at the same time, even if I think okay, this show is like good because I can watch an episode of uh, I couldn't even name a cartoon on on TV that currently, but I don't even know. But let's just say it was like Fairly Odd Parents, which is a show I used to watch all the time. Yeah. As an adult, I could look at a show like that and watch and go, okay, I, I see it. I see, like, why, blah, blah, blah. With that, like, without watching a second of it, and everyone's name's, like, Twilight Sparkle, whatever she said, <laughs> and, like, crazy names like that, I'm like, all right, I really, to the naked eye, don't see an appeal at all, so I have to find well, out Well, this is, like, a why. tier lower in terms of, like, the the children that it's getting marketed to like even hey arnold was a kid's show but there were so many jokes that were over our head because there's a lot of adult themes that's true like the grandpa like fought the nazis in one episode like there's there's like (laughs) some crazy stuff in there but this is like a very like yo teletubbies right right i was too i think i was too old for that i don't remember when that came out but that just scared the shit out of me i've seen an episode of that i'm like oh man i really don't get it at all Mm mm-hmm you know what I mean? Like, I don't get that. This, I, I don't know. It's, it's just weird that, well, it's not, not the, weird's not the right word. It's like, the proof is in the pudding here. Tons of, tons of grown men can start watching this show and like it so much that they're just like, dude, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy that. And listen, so here's another thing. This is kind of nostalgia, kind of not really, but people, like, let's talk about wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Is wrestling geared towards adults? Because as a young kid, you have to figure, I would say majority of people start watching wrestling when they're younger. But some people also like, and like, dude, well, I, I think that's I why wrestling. that business is so successful because the range for the age, ages that can view and enjoy it is so wide. I guess so. But I was just trying to compare it to something that it's like, all right, as a grown man, like I watched wrestling in the 90s mm-hmm. and then I stopped watching it. And then like now I know some of the storylines, like I'll throw on something every so often and I've like bought shirts and yeah. shit. And it's just like, is it like that kind of thing? But here's here's what I thought it was um, when they were talking. I think it's a combination of irony where it starts off as like, wouldn't this be funny if we were into this? Right. And then realizing the show is like, all right, it's not terrible. And the thing that sets them over the edge of... Uh, I'm a fucking brony now. Mm-hmm. Like, is the fact that they can identify with something and just being a part of something because everyone wants to be a part of something, especially if they're a part of nothing. If you're, if you don't play sports, if you don't uh, have a bunch of friends, if you, if you don't like, 
you know, are a part of any clubs or do anything like that. You want to be a part of something. It's mm-hmm. like high school. You go in there, you want to be a part of something. You want to have a, a group of friends. You're like, we are these kind of people. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm on the, this team. I'm on this club. I do this after school. It's like you want to be a part of something. So it's just, maybe it's just the fact that you are able to be a part of a community that makes you go, okay, let me just fully submerge into this. And like, this is what I have to do to be a part of this community. Mm. And I think that if the community didn't exist and you weren't aware of it, then you wouldn't be that much of a fanatic. So, yes, I do agree with that. I think the the kind of irony or the hype behind it can lure you in. I, But I believe them. Like, I don't think that that no, persists I believe them as well. throughout. I don't think they just got off the phone and they're like, ha, ah, we fooled, fooled the Fooled no, a couple more I people. Absolutely not. I do not um, think that at all. But but I do agree. Like the fact that they I'm watched about that the, documentary I'm talking because about the, initial. the hype existed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess like any community, it will get people interested. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I feel like I was like shut down hard in a way. Why? Just because I kind of went into it thinking that there were going to be these bigger discussions of like, you know, the, these guys, they're like knowingly like breaking down gender norms and showing that you know guys can be sensitive and do all that show yeah and it was like oh yeah maybe maybe but no like friendship friendship's important and you know she said it's like uh, i think i'm missing one but like honesty generosity loyalty friendship laughter and like it was that simple like is it just the simplicity of those themes, which is the innocence, I guess. Uh, yeah. Like though, because those are all really important things that we obviously don't practice enough of and in our daily also lives. Things that you shed as you come into adulthood. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. You totally. lose friendships, you lose all that, your innocence and you lose all this shit. And then it's like, maybe it's just like, Oh, I, when I get to watch the show, I get to hold on to all like this. Like I've thing. just, I found this here. Yeah. It, yeah. it make it almost makes me a better person. Like I kind of joked at the end, like it almost sounds like a code of ethics. Yeah. But like it kind of is. No, but think about it though. Think about how, you know, as you grow up, you shed all of those things that you are as a kid. How many times have you said like, Oh dude, remember when you were a kid you, in the summer, you didn't have a job. You didn't have to worry about anything. You just fucking hung out and just lived. Just, fucking did it whatever the hell you wanted yeah but i think it's a combination of that but it's also like we we get jaded as we get older of course we laugh less we don't you know we become selfish in certain ways right and i'm saying like you know what if watching this show is just kind of like all right i like where this is like i like the show like kind of whatever blah 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 but then I know that there's a, a group of people that also loves this show and they do a bunch of fun stuff. It's like, I am way more inclined to love this show now. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, 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 I'm trying to compare it to stuff in my life where if I find a new artist and I like their music or whatever, and then I go watch their interviews and I like them as a person, I'm like, oh, fuck this. I fucking love this dude. Yeah, You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like all about it then because I learned more about it. Like, if there's a community around this, around this thing and it's like, oh, there's there's this stuff, there's merch, there's all that. It's like, yeah, dude, it's It's an incentive to, me to be part of it. Yeah. Right. I can, just, I can go to public places with other fans. We can enjoy this together. Yeah, buy the merch, do all that. I think it's that, but I also just like at the same time still don't get it. Yeah, which is, it's going to be impossible. Yeah, I don't. And I might not be able to sleep tonight until I like really sit down and watch an episode uninterrupted. I'm definitely going to watch three episodes, like at least before I make a decision. But looking at it right now, it's just like, I don't get it. I understand like everything I just said, like I kind of broke down like how I thought it, it works, whatever. I understand all that. But at the same time, I don't, I just don't know how ponies keeps your interest that long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because even I, like I said, my sister watches Say Yes to the Dress. I got fully in yeah, it. Kind of a great show. <laughs> a little bit. But there's Bridezilla? Show- what happened to that? Bridezilla. <laughs> um, but, th- you know, the difference is you can enjoy something, but to be a fanatic. Yeah. It's next level. You know. And and maybe that's just me because I'm not really fanatic about anything. Like, yeah. I'm not really like crazy. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like, uh, you know, I identify with some group. I'm a believer or some shit. You know what I mean? I've never done anything like that. I mean, the crazy thing is this just like, again, like it, I keep using the word phenomenon, but uh, like it may never be fully explained. Like 
so many people just never understand what this is and and why this community has formed behind this one show you know now that i'm really thinking about it this is gonna go against everything i just fucking said (laughs) but why is it weird i want you to answer me like why is it weird like not rhetorical like because it's oh you're asking me yeah I think because of stereotypes that exist and, and like going back no, to but like the simpler, idea. No, like simpler. Like what is, what is weird about it? The fact that it's a pony. Right? Yeah. The, the concept of the show. Right. And, and, and the, also the fact that it was created for a specific, like it was created with a specific group in mind, marketed to a specific group. Like young girls should consume this show and enjoy it. Or, you know, buy these toys and then it became a show. And without trying to seek out anyone else, this community formed around it. I think that's what is, that's what's strange about all of it is this totally separate group. People on the opposite end of the spectrum of who this show is created for found the show, latched to it, love it, appreciate it, and like make it what it is today. They're like, they're keeping this thing alive. And that I, I don't know how to explain. I mean, they just did though. And I guess the answer that we have to live with is it's genuine. I honestly just think it's like way simpler than we think. Like we're looking for some answer that is just like right in front of our faces. It's just like, dude, I just like it. Like, can it just be that? Like now I'm like, go, now I'm thinking I'm crazy where I'm like, why am I even questioning this? Like someone's just like, yo, I just fucking like the pony. Like, what do you, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. immediately. But why like, do so many people like the pony? Because they don't give a shit. You know what I mean? And a lot of people will not like the pony on purpose because they're afraid of someone going, dude, you're so fucking gay. You're not supposed to like that pony. Yeah. yeah. It's like, dude, I fuck, I fuck with the pony. And it's, you know what I mean? Like, when you really think about it, you're like, who, like, how am I going to tell you what not to like? Of course. I mean, of course. No matter it's what. It's strange, sure. Yeah. Like how initially you're like, what? You're into the the pony? Look, <laughs> we keep saying but the pony. But something has, st- I know, like it's some like drug or something. Yeah, People the pony. Doing. Guy's on the pony. He's hitting the pony a little too hard. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. My like my mind is I keep spinning going, right I, now. I, I keep <laughs> like nothing has forth. made me feel like this. Like I we've know. had a oh, lot of God. intense, amazing conversations. I keep going back and forth with like, I don't care, but God, it's got to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just like... it. I just... I, I don't know. I my, don't know what My real opinion is... Uh, I'm not even going to lie and pretend like... If I didn't see a grown man with rainbow hair and, and a fucking unicorn head, like horn, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck is this guy doing? Right. You know what I mean? Like, initially, of course, I'm going to say that. But then also at the same time, I'd be like, the fuck ever, dude. Let him do his thing. I mm-hmm. don't, it doesn't, you know what I mean? I'm not the type of person to go out of their way and be like, yo, which is kind of, never mind. <laughs> I feel like I've done that before, actually. <laughs> I think we all have. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, oh my God, it's just so, man, what am I doing? I can't even speak anymore. Yes, at, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, at the end of you the day, this, these people have, like, uh, like so many people we speak to, they are secure with who they are. They know what they they like. They're yeah. not hiding it, which is amazing. But still, why the pony? Yeah, the pony. What man. is it? And it's so weird that we're like, why do you like all this nice shit? <laughs> it's like <laughs> honesty, friendship. Yeah. Why? You know, we're like, why do you like it? it, it like the answer is not good enough. Yeah, like. Just put on something worse. Yeah. Like, what do it's we just want? the way that those themes yeah. are presented. It, it is would just be, so strange you to know us. What's for weird? Some the fact that we think it's weird that people, that grown adults, watch My Little Pony, but we don't think it's weird that they're like, "Oh, dude, I'm watching the news again." When a bunch of bad shit happens, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, what is adult and what is child at this point? Right. It's like, dude, I fuck with the pony. If it makes you feel good. I hate the fucking news because people are dying every day. And I don't, like, why the fuck would I put that in my mind? I just want to watch the fucking pony. Can I watch the pony? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) 
I'm afraid to watch it now because now if I like it, I'm fucking in. What if I I know? What if you become a brony? It could very well happen. And then you start pushing your beliefs on nah, me. I won't. <laughs> I won't. I won't become a brony because I. I mean, I'm just not that kind of person. Like I don't collect anything. I don't. I'm not like starstruck by people or like yeah. you know. The only thing I'm like fanatic for is the New York Giants. Which again, this is another thing. It's like I buy merch. I buy all this stuff. Yeah. I buy helmets. Also, when you think about sports, like I, sometimes I try to just like disassociate myself from like the me who enjoys sports. And it's like, yeah, these grown men just, they kind of like put on their jerseys yeah, dude, and run around with the I, ball. Exactly. <laughs> it's but a little weird. Not only that, I care so much. I'm not on the team. I'm not getting paid. Screaming, Nothing. breaking things. It'll ruin your it day, ruins week, my week month, when we like, lose. Yeah. Why do I care? <laughs> and why is that different than the fucking pony? Maybe it's not. No one's getting their ACL blown out on My Little Pony. <laughs> or maybe. I, don't, I haven't uh, seen it yet. I'll, I'll let you know. Watching the first three episodes. Maybe it's not that different. I mean, who knows? I'm going to I'm gonna find the fuck out. I'll tell you that, though. <laughs> anyway, if we talk about this anymore, I'm going to get a fucking nosebleed. Um, you guys can follow <laughs> me on Twitter, at Joe Santagato. And... Uh, Hit our website, oplshow.com slash contact to send us an email. If we think it's right for the show, we'll schedule something and get it going. And uh, Greg, where can they find you? You can find me at Greg Dybeck, and you can follow the show at OPL Show. Uh, on iTunes, leave a rating and review yes. because that's awesome. And I don't know, guys, at the end of the day, just go out there, maybe be a little more honest. A little more generous. Fuck with the pony. Loyal. Cherish your friendships. And laugh a little more. Yeah. I fuck with the pony. <laughs>